Hello, welcome back to another podcast. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, please do tweet me at tea and toast, what you drink and eat, um, with feedback or suggestions or anything that you might pick up along this podcast. Um, all right, I'm just going to down this bit of water. I think one of the most important things I've done is invest in drinking some water and my microphone. Um, I think today I really just wanted to let let everything hang out and breathe out and just uh, talk a little about how challenging it could be for people to make an income or to have a full-time job as a content creator. And recently I've had a number of jobs to do, uh, both work and domestic in the house. And uh, I've taken to keeping on top of certain trends and to research and certain things. So in that, I've developed more around video and audio, um, sociable media. Um, and I feel like I maybe dropped off um, Twitter a little bit. Um, but every so often, I might go in and comment instead of writing a post. So that just means that I'm building my awareness rather than just saying stuff because it got to a point where I was just tired uh, of saying stuff. And it would feel like it was for the sake of it. Um, and... Now on Instagram, I've got this other facet to me, which is all about, um, well, talking about video, uh, watching video, but also um, making food. So I, I make a lot of food and I love cooking and then I'll take a picture. And uh, recently, actually, there was a, a wonderful little place in Leeds called, um, so in the Kirkgate Market, they've got the typical kind of fruit and veg stalls, but there's also uh, this area of uh, foods where you could just buy food and sit down on these picnic benches and eat them and it's a great great little thing that they've done uh, but then in my head I was just thinking oh I, I'm in the center now and I never really go in uh, but actually it would be quite nice to sort of figure out uh, something that I could eat that night and I think that it's kind of helped me to in that at that point to go oh, what can I buy and then to feel courage enough to buy and I went to this place uh called I'm looking at the post now it's called Kanasa Kitchen and you can at them at K-A-N-A-S-S-A Kitchen um and I love the food so by tweeting I can't I don't think I tweeted them actually but I did Instagram it because like I was saying my theme on Instagram has been around food and it feels like Parent or Two's picked up on it and really liked it. And it's doing, on average, about 80% more than some of my other posts. Um, tagging people like uh, Leeds Kirkgate Market, um, the market owners themselves, does actually help as well. Um, looking, delving deeper, there was quite a bit of a conversation on it. So the engagement levels were quite high. And I think... Overall, what this podcast is about is about the fact that I've done that there in a tangent, but I was really aiming on doing some video work or some podcast work, and I'm not averse to any kind of risk, so I just feel like giving it a go, and that's kind of when I realised that 
it does take time. I mean, the sanity of you could lose yourself. You really could. And I also don't understand how YouTubers live with themselves because they don't talk to anyone. They act like the world, like they're amazing because we view them in that way. And there's no one beside them, really. Um, they, they're not holding any hands. They're brave enough to do that on their own. And the people that are making killings and absolutely making a lot of money typically tend to be not British. And I think that's where part of my passion for um, digital marketing comes in is that there are still, to this day, a lot of people who uh, treat and view digital marketing in the sense of um, something that you do like an administration task where you upkeep and you do content management. And th there's a mishmash of different types of social media professionals or digital marketing professionals um, in the sense that we've not got to the point where we can encompass everything into one. Um, but if we did, that would equally be quite challenging. I don't know how people do it that, in terms of making a living for themselves and just like doing it. It's exhausting. I've done a few videos and I just feel, um, I mean, I feel tired, but I'm going at it. And every week it feels like I've got to think of something new. So sitting down to plan would be logical. And I would say that, uh, and I would advocate completely um, planning. But the reality is you have to, the ch chicken or the egg, you just have to get going with it. And it's a really fine, tricky balance because you have to do it, but also then sort of plan ahead. And I think, What's really interesting with the, U the video YouTube stuff I've started is that feels more laborious. That feels more like there's something I need to get into there. And there's real detail in each and every social media platform. You, you can't just do it and leave it. And you need to come back to it. And there needs to be a regular occurrence. But if you manage the regular updates for YouTube and how often that needs to be, but I'm forgetting about my podcast. So now we've got two channels. And then we've got Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook. The, the list goes on. Uh, we're looking at Twitter being a microblogger, but Vine that's turned into, uh, well, disappeared and now musically turned into TikTok. So TikTok's there. It's a current. Um, Love Island on ITV use it. And they use it be because their audience uh, meet that need uh, and that demand. And their audience do fit that right sort of demographic. It was a smart move for them, but they have to do that regularly. And it's really interesting to see how people use it in certain ways, but it's really interesting to go into most organizations. And I know that I've spoken to them. I've been around them. I've worked in them, I've worked in government, in education and third sector, charity, and all of them have these kind of misgivings to digital marketing. And they also have this misgiving of, uh, particularly businesses and governments where you push something out and you put it out on all these channels and they test you to say, do you know how to? So you would obviously say, or I would obviously say, I would push a picture out da, 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 and this and da. and you wouldn't just do the same thing to all of them, but you would cater it to the needs. But catering it to their needs is still pushing a message. That's one message. And actually each platform 
does require unique attention. So when you're doing a full marketing mix, you're not giving attention to one, you're giving attention to many and trying to make that one message fit into uh, one platform. And then you're making time or wasting time creating stuff for it. And it is a waste because in essence, you would have just created a video and it would have just gone on YouTube, but there was no thought into keywords, trends, your audience on there. And how are you embedding that for the video? Are you not? Why are you not? Are you taking that video and just doing it there? Or are you taking it across and putting it onto the other social medias? It's, there's a real complexity uh, to digital marketing. And I don't think that the people in the UK have quite got it nailed. But when I hear people in America talk about it, I can really see that they've they've got it. And we're somewhat trailing behind, I think. But coming back to the reason for this podcast is simply because there is a burnout. And I see it on YouTube all the time. I see it. Um, I've seen it on podcasts all the time. I've seen it on Twitter um, often, and particularly with uh, people that d- delivered consultancy, government-type work uh, within the public sector. And they get contract work in and it's been difficult for them because they've rehashed themselves three different ways and um, people still are aware of them in the end ultimately it's just that they want to restart and restart because they're tired of whatever they've created and there's a shelf life to it and I think that's fair enough it's it's just that the, we need to understand that there is a burnout and there is a time strain on doing this stuff uh, because once you get going, everyone has a walk and then sleeps or has a sit down. But social media is not like that. Doing digital marketing does not stop. The moment you start, um, you have to go. And for example, the podcasts, uh, typically, but any kind of marketing campaign I've done, once you do it, you need to and you have to follow something else. But if you've uh, got a social management, social media management tool like Hootsuite or Buffer or whatever else is out there, uh, Sprout Social, then that's going to run out. You can't just post a million things. You could, but as you're taking time up, that time's been eaten away, time's not stopping, so you still have to post something close. And your ability to sort of plan ahead needs to really increase, and I think that's where burnout happens. I think burnout happens because People can't keep up to speed with their own speed that they've set as their tone and their voice. And how do you do that on one platform when actually, um, as I've said, there are many platforms and people use many different platforms. And I think if there was a way to recycle content, it would be much more helpful. Um, And I think there are ways that you could do that. So I could take this and I could that there are different ways in which you could do it. But the question would be that, do you, um, is it feasible? Um, possibly, I think there are solutions, um, but I don't believe for one second, it's sort of my job to give you those solutions. I can suggest ideas. Um, the people that really need to think outside the box, the ones paid to do their jobs, and where there isn't a digital person, then it's down to the stakeholders and that's really tricky because they've got to factor in the time factor and the fact that 
it's hard work to keep on top of it. Uh, and you can't just push something out. It needs to be, there needs to be a process and a flow of work um, that's out there. If you are listening to this now and it's come to the end of the podcast and you're still listening, I just want to say thank you. Um, it really means a lot to me that you're still listening. Um, it would mean more if you could give me a thumbs up, a like, a share, like, tweet me at Tea and Toast and just let me know how things are. Um, if you, If in particular, though, you feel like I'm being um, undue, my opinions are slightly misplaced or that you have a better way of doing things or you've got a, a, something that you really want to say, then please do say it uh, and talk about it. Uh, come and do a, a reply podcast or just tweet me and have a conversation and please do um, use what I'm saying and not use what I'm saying if you think it's wrong. But Either way, I'd love it if you could just interact with me and just let me know how things are. I hope you've enjoyed listening to this. Thank you for listening. And if you've tuned in, then you need to tune into some of the stuff in the past. We've got a backlog of stuff. So skip back. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're all over the show. We're on lots of different platforms. Um, something I would promote is something like Pancake Day the trends of 2020 in podcasting and go back there's loads of stuff you could listen to um but thank you for being there and until next time i will see you next time on a tuesday or a thursday um thank you for listening take care bye bye Welcome to Tim Podcast.